When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Grand Lovers. Is today not a beautiful Tuesday? I mean, come on, look outside the window. The grass is growing, the birds are chirping, there's other stuff going on outside, but I actually wouldn't know because I'm actually facing the opposite direction of the window. <laughs> Hello, Grand Lovers. I am Caleb Hardy, the host of Crocheting Worlds, the podcast, and guess what? You are listening to Crocheting Worlds, the podcast, episode three. So today we are talking about crocheting on social media. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what could that mean? That's such a broad topic. He could be talking about anything and everything. Well, guess what? I am talking about everything and anything because today's podcast is going to be full with so many fun insights, tips, and just really secrets that you would never know if you don't crochet on social media. So before I started the outline for this podcast, I put a poll on my story asking a question, which was, what do you all want to know about crocheting on social media? Now, as you guys never seem to disappoint, you guys loaded that poll with so many questions and just so many things you guys wanted to know. And I was actually surprised because you guys have never been this interested in crocheting. So I'm actually really happy I started this podcast. A lot of the questions fall into three main categories. And the first one was the community. Now, if you crochet, you've or even been around crochet TikTok or crochet Instagram, you're always hearing about the crochet community. Now, the crochet community, first off, is amazing, and I can't wait to give you guys an inside scoop. Now, another thing that people want to know about the crochet community is, how can I find crocheters who are just like me? How can I find crocheters who can be my friend? So, what I mean by this is, people are saying it. If I do amigurumi crochet, how can I find other amigurumi crochet artists? Speaking about amigurumi crochet, my last podcast episode was talking about how to learn amigurumi crochet, so check that out. Or let's say you design patterns. How can I find other crocheters who also design patterns just like I do? So we're going to get into that today. Our next thing that a lot of the questions fall into was how to grow on social media as a crocheter. Now, growing on social media in general is very hard and very difficult, but when it comes to being a crocheter, there are some pros and there are some cons. Now, for some apps, it is a lot harder to grow on social media than usual, and for some apps, it's a lot easier to grow on social media than usual. So you're going to want to hear which apps work best for you and which apps you should not use for crocheting on social media. Now, the next topic that a lot of the questions fell into was how to be a crocheter on social media. 
so we can have the crocheting community and we can grow on social media as crocheters but how do we actually crochet on social media like how do i take product photos what should i and should i not be posting how can i record myself crocheting for tiktok videos and honestly so much more and after I go through all of those three amazing topics, I'm going to answer some of the questions that didn't quite fall into any of these categories. So let's not waste any more time and get to it. But before we get into it, you guys know that we have to start our podcast off with a short story or crochet confession. Today's short story is kind of funny and really embarrassing, especially for me, because I was sent to the back of the line at Michael's. Before I start the short story, I do want to ask if you could please download this podcast. Downloading this podcast means so much to me, you wouldn't even understand. It just tells me that you like it and it just really supports me in a way that... So if you could please consider downloading this podcast, I would really appreciate it. Now let's get on to the story. So it was a normal day. And when I say a normal day, it was not a normal day. If you know me, you know that I never shop at Michael's. And it's not that I have something against Michael's. I really just don't shop there. And here is the reason. When I compare Michael's craft store and Joanne's craft store together, Joanne's is always going to have the cheaper prices. And I don't know why, but Joanne's seems to have some sort of sale going on every day of the week, whether it's 40% off this or door busters or just whatever. They're always having a sale on their yarn. And I'm not complaining. I'm actually really grateful because the only thing better than yarn is discounted yarn. So as you could assume, I'm going to shop at Joann's because their yarn is a lot cheaper. But this specific day, I had to buy Sweet Snuggles yarn, which you can only find at Michael's. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And luckily, I was very lucky this day because Michael's had a 20% off coupon. Now, if you ever shop at Michael's, you know that they never have coupons. They never have sales. They never have anything besides full-priced yarn. So, of course, I had to take advantage of my 20% coupon because I'm buying four skeins. Now, I'm buying two yellows, a green, and a brown. And if you haven't guessed what I'm making yet, it is, you are correct, The Turtle Duck from Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, this has been on my Instagram for a couple months now. I just never really got to tell the story and share how embarrassing it was. So, I grabbed my two yellows, my one green, and my one brown, and I start heading over to the cashier. Now, I get my coupon, and I see there is a pretty long line. So, I say, it's fine. I can wait in line. I'm not complaining. I've been doing this since day one of shopping at a craft store. So as a long line usually works, it's very slow, but you slowly work your way up to the cashier. When you finally get there, you're just like, hi, you know, like you haven't been waiting in line for 10 hours. And I get up to the cashier, I say, hi, how are you? You know, how was your day? Whatever. Because I love talking to my Joanne's cashiers. So I say, why can't I talk to my Michael's cashiers? And they were actually pretty friendly until I said, can I do four separate transactions? And basically this is like doing four separate orders or like four separate payments. And she said, why? Now, usually they never ask me why. So I was a little shocked, but I was like, I mean, I have nothing to hide. I was like, I need to do four separate orders so I can use this 20% off coupon I have for each skein of yarn. And she says, oh yeah, we can totally do that. But you're gonna have to go to the back of the line after every order. 
in my head, I'm like, are you serious? You want me to go back in this long line? The line that I just waited like almost half a day just to buy one skinny yarn? And she was like, yeah, sorry. We have this rule where we're only allowed to do one purchase per person. And if you want to do two or more, you have to go to the back of the line after you purchase each thing. So as you guys already know me, you know that I went to the back of the line. And you know I waited a whole other two hours just to buy one more skinny yarn and then go back. So that's what I did because I'm not buying yarn full price. So I bought the first yellow skein, went to the back of the line, waited some time, bought the second yellow skein, went to the back of the line, waited some time, bought the green skein, went to the back of the line, waited some time, and then bought the brown skein. And then I was finally out of Michael's craft store. And that's probably the longest I've ever been in a craft store. And if you know me, you know that I take a very long time in the craft store because I got to see every single yarn that's there. So, so that's how I got sent to the back of the line at Michael's. Never again am I going there with one coupon. I'm definitely going to bring like 10 next time. And hopefully I won't be sent to the back of the line again. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's short story. If you ever have a crochet confession that you would like me to share, you can always DM me on Instagram or look for my story polls that I put on my story. Now let's get into the crochet community. So what is the crocheting community? So to me, the crocheting community is kind of just a place where all of us crocheters, you know, we get together, we just have fun, we give each other's tips, we support each other because in crocheting, it's really just having fun and making friends versus competition because we're all supportive of each other. If one person gets more likes than the other, like you go girl, period. Yes, you did. You just got 2000 likes on your post as you should. We're not going to say, oh my gosh, I deserve those 2,000 likes because we're proud of them. We're not going to make someone feel bad because really at the end of the day, we're proud of each and every one of us. So to be a part of the crochet community, you can't, it's not like, it's not like you try out to enter or anything. You just really just, you're just in it. And I think that's the best part of it because some people are like, oh, I crochet, but I can't be in the crochet community. No, it's not like that. You literally, if you start posting crocheting stuff, you'll literally automatically be in it. And the second you're in it, you'll know. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like once you're in the crochet community, you're in it. And if you want to go into even more depth, there's like all these, I know there's Discord tracks. Sorry, there's like, there's a bunch of Discord group chats and like these Google, Google classrooms that a lot of crocheters use just to communicate with one another and just have fun. I don't do those, but you should definitely check those out because I heard they are so much fun. So now we're going to get into finding crocheters who are similar to you. So I think when it comes to social media, the one thing you want to find is someone who's similar, like someone who's in the same niche, the same genre, you know, because it's kind of like you have someone who's going to support you. You have a friend and it's just nice to see that someone else is doing the same thing. It just helps you stay encouraged helps you not doubt on yourself and it just really helps you. So when it comes to finding crocheters like you on social media, there are usually six main groups. And of course there are so many more, so, so many more. There's like many, many more than I'm listing today, but I'm just gonna say the six main ones that I see on most social media apps. And those are one, the Amigurumi artist, including myself. And you know, we crochet Amigurumis, we make the plushies and all the stuff like that. Second, we have the yarn dyers. Now the yarn dyers can really vary from a new yarn dyer to someone dyeing yarn for fun 
or to someone dyeing yarn professionally to even people who sell dyed yarn that they make. Now, I love dyed yarn so much because it really just shows your creativity in a fun way. And then you can use your creativity that you use to dye the yarn to crochet something with the yarn using even more creativity. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds pretty fun and creative. <laughs> Not the puns. Um, so number three, we have the people who crochet apparel. So these are like the afghans, the cardigans, the sweaters, the shirts, the, the pants, the slippers, the socks, the hats. You know, all of their feet is just clothes that they crochet. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually a great thing because I could never have the patience to crochet clothes. So a round of applause goes to anyone out there who's worked on a project that takes them more than 10 hours because I have literally no patience. Number four is our designers. Now, these are people who design for a living or design for fun. Now, these are kind of like pattern makers, except designers are a little more professional. They have like kits on websites like Lion Brand Yarns and things like that. They're like known for designing certain pieces. They're in magazines and so much more. And they're really, really cool. You have to check them out. For number five, we have the crafting yarn shops. And these are not just limited to Joann's and Michael's, but also like the online ones like Lion Brand Yarns, Yarnspirations, Do Good Yarn, and all the other small yarn shops you see on Instagram. And our last one, number six, is people who make patterns. Now, I love pattern makers. I want to be one one day because pattern makers literally just sit there with a strand of yarn and a hook and make something wild that you would have never imagined and they write a pattern for it so you can make one too i'm actually working on being a pattern designer i so far only have one pattern out that is on pinterest it's a free pattern of course and i have another free one coming out in february and it is it is of my famous crochet duck but my goal is to one day have a crocheting book a crochet pattern book so that's on my bucket list for like two to three years from now i want to start working on it as soon as this summer because I love designing patterns and I think that's just something that a lot of people want to do but don't know how to do so definitely work on it just sit there and say what can I make so there are a lot of pattern designers on social media and I'm going to tell you how to find them in all of the other topics that I listed today so let's start with number one amigurumi now amigurumi is very very popular now, if you listen to my last podcast from last week's episode, you already know that amigurumi is an art of crocheting dolls or animals and usually three-dimensional shapes that originated in Asia. Now, amigurumi has branched out to like every continent in the world. I don't know about Antarctica. Do people live in Antarctica? That's what I always wonder, if people live in Antarctica. Well, maybe it's the penguins because... I want to see a crocheting penguin. Now that's on my bucket list. So yeah, as you can tell, I'm getting off track as usual. But amigurumi is really huge. So who are some people that you should follow? So for TikTok, I'm just going to name a couple usernames of amigurumi artists that I follow who are amazing. So first, let's start with the ones that are really like popular and you've probably already heard of. And those are Crochet by Kaylee. She crochets the most adorable plushies and she even has some patterns on her Etsy and her Ribbler. There's 
Copy Cali, and she makes dolls who are inspired off of famous influencers or celebrities. She's even made a Harry Styles one, so you have to check her out. There's, I don't know how to pronounce her name exactly, but there's Madel's Minis, and she makes all sorts of plushies and amigurumis, and she's awesome. There's, I don't know how to pronounce her name either, so I'm going to actually spell her username out. It's I-M-A-N dot B-A-W-A-B, and she also makes plushies. And my favorite one is at Fanical Fibers because she makes these huge chunks, and they are just, just like huge plushies that are like life-size, bigger than like a baby, maybe like the size of a toddler, and they are huge, and they are awesome, and I have to make one soon. So she is definitely one of my favorite. Now, who are some... Who are not famous that you should go follow well first of all there's vibes crochet co she crochets these chicken nuggets that are so cool so realistic and you have to get one but be careful not to eat it because they are not edible she crochets these amazing plushies and you should really check her out and the other one is at noelle's crochet co i've actually done a fall thing with her in fall 2020 we did a little collaboration where we crocheted some fall things like a squirrel and foxes and stuff like that. So she's a really great friend, a really great crocheter, and you should check out her TikToks. And the best thing is this year she's doing a one amigurumi every day of 2021. And she's actually been keeping up with it. A lot of people will just say that they're going to do that and not do it. But she's been committing to it. And she's been crocheting an amigurumi every single day of this year. Now, I don't know where she finds the time. I don't even know if she sleeps, but she's not feeling to to disappoint because she never does. So definitely check her out. Now, if you're saying, how can I find more crocheters on TikTok? Well, what you got to do is you got to trick the For You page. So if you're new to TikTok and you say, what is the For You page? I hear so many people talk about it, but I have no idea what it is. Well, the For You page is that spot on TikTok where it says FYP. And you see all these funny videos, dancing videos, singing videos. That's the For You page. So when it comes to finding new crocheters on TikTok, you're mostly going to find most of them on other crocheters who you already follow's page or the For You page. If you want to get crocheters on your For You page, you got to trick it. So here's what I do. Your first strategy is to look up a lot of crocheters. I've already given you some in the past two minutes so those are that's a great way to start once you find those crocheters follow their accounts like a lot of their posts and that's going to tell tiktok oh they like crocheting accounts let's put some more crocheting accounts on their for you page but if that doesn't work there's another way that is a lot more reliable and works a lot more well and that is hashtags so what you're going to do is look at the hashtag hashtag crochet hashtag crocheting hashtag amigurumi hashtag yarn hashtag crafting, hashtag DIY, and go through those posts and like a lot of the videos, watch them, comment on them, follow the user, and that's going to tell the For You page and TikTok that you love to watch crafting videos, you love to watch crocheting videos, you love to watch all those videos that have to correlate with amigurumi and yarn and stuff like that. Did I say correlate? What does that even mean? The, not. What does correlate mean? I'm thinking of coral reefs now hashtag save the sea turtles but like actually and then so that's kind of how it breaks with hashtags and that's just basically telling the algorithm to put more crocheting videos on your for you page next we have youtube so when it comes to finding amigurumi people on youtube 
It's very simple. And an actual tip is look up Amigurumi TikTok completions on YouTube and you'll find so many new crocheting artists there. I do this all the time because I like to watch crocheting videos. So I look up crocheting TikTok completions on YouTube and I find so many. And what's even funnier is that while I'm watching them, Sometimes I'll see a video that's from my own page and I get so excited and start jumping around and screaming around the whole house. And then I get in trouble. Maybe I shouldn't scream. Maybe I should get excited without screaming. Huh, I never thought about that. Anyways, so that's what I do a lot. You should definitely try it. But a creator who makes so many good amigurumi tutorials on YouTube is at Club Crochet. Now, if you don't know at Club Crochet, you have to check them out. They make the most adorable crochet amigurumis and they have so many free patterns and free tutorials and they even do crochet alongs in YouTube lives. You can crochet with them on a YouTube live. Like how many people do you know do that? You you guys can make the exact same thing. It's It's amazing. I can't even like say it. But it's awesome. You should definitely check them out if you're looking for some crocheters on YouTube. Next is Pinterest. Now, Pinterest is huge for crocheting amigurumis. Now, on Pinterest, you'll mainly find patterns, not really pictures. But patterns are still good if you want to make amigurumi. So the main patterns you find will be from artists like at All About Amy, at Not Bad, and at Hooked by Robin. And they have some amazing patterns. All About Amy is definitely one of my favorites because she makes the most adorable crochet patterns. I follow her on Instagram and TikTok and everything she makes is so creative. And you can tell that she puts time into everything she makes because it looks fantastic. Now our last one is, what do we say? We said TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, and our last one is Instagram. Now, Instagram is also very huge for amigurumi artists. If you want to find amigurumi artists on Pinterest, I suggest you start by looking up the hashtags just like TikTok. Look up hashtag crochet, hashtag amigurumi. And when you look up hashtags, there's two boards. There's the top ones and the suggested ones. So look through both of those. The top hashtag board is going to show you like the best out of the best amigurumis and the suggested board is going to give you suggestions that Instagram thinks that you may like. And as you know, somehow the internet is stalking us or something because they always know what we want. If we're feeling hungry, they're going to put a pizza ad on our phone. So when I say go to the suggested, you got to go to the suggested because you're going to see stuff that you will fall in love with and you'll find so many new creators that you will love. The next thing that I want to talk about, about the crochet community, and it's going to be very short, is do you make friends? Short answer, yes. Long answer, yes, you do. So this podcast is already longer than I thought it would be, but that's totally 100% fine. I'm going to do one more category for today. And then on our next podcast episode, I'll talk about growing on social media as a crocheter, But it's better that we get a whole episode because I can go so much more in depth because I have a whole 30 minutes just to talk about blowing up on social media and going viral as a crocheter or even as a crafter. So now let's talk about how to be a crocheter on social media. So crocheting on social media is no easy thing. It takes work. It takes a lot of work. 
Mainly because usually people on social media just take a picture and upload it, right? Well, for a crocheter, we have to figure out how to make the thing, then make it, and then take a picture of it, and then edit it, and then put it on social media. So being a crocheter is just so many more steps. But I'm going to give you guys some tips today on what you should do for each social media platform. So let's do the same order we did on our last one and start with TikTok. So for TikTok, I love TikTok, especially for crocheting, because there's just so many things you can do and so many people love it. So what I do is for my TikTok videos, I start the video off by showing my yarn. I say, this is the yarn. What, what are we going to make? Then in the next clip, I show my project like I show myself one-fourth done with the project. So I show myself crocheting. I'm like, this is one-fourth done of the project. Then I stop the video. I put another clip in. And I put myself halfway done with the project. So now the fans are really like, okay, what are they making? This looks so cool so far. So, you know, I put a, a couple clips of me halfway done with the project. Stop the video. Crochet some more. Then add another clip of me crocheting it three-fourths done with the project. So now your so now your viewers are really into it. They're like, oh my gosh, it's almost done. What is it gonna turn out to be? And then I show the end product, which is let's say it's a moose. I show the moose and everyone's like, who would have thought this brown skin would have been a moose? It could have been the chocolate emoji. It could have been some chocolate ice cream. It could have been other things that are brown, you know? So people love to see the process. They just love to see how it works. Because a lot of times you'll see a painting but like okay it's a painting that looks great but wouldn't you love to see the person make the painting wouldn't you love to see vincent van gogh like paint the starry nights wait did vincent van gogh paint starry nights one second hey siri okay so um as you guys heard i asked siri the answer is yes vincent van gogh did paint starry nights so like wouldn't you love to see him paint it and see his process how he got the swirls how he made it and just how his creativity went. Is there another painting under that painting that he just painted over because he didn't like it halfway through? Was he originally painting the sea and then got frustrated and turned it into the sky? Like all of these questions we're asking ourselves, but we don't know because there is no video. So when we show a video of ourselves, it's just really connecting with your viewers and saying, this is how I'm making it. You should make one too. And then they're going to want to make one too. Another way that I see a lot of people do is the two clip video. And basically what this is, you show a clip of your yarn, then you do a quick little cool transition and sew the final product. So for example, if you follow Crochet by Kaylee, she's done a blueberry one that actually just blew up a couple days ago. And basically she sewed her pattern book with the blue yarn and she did this transition where she went to the left and came in through the right and showed the final product which was the blueberry that she made with the blue yarn that she showed at the beginning of the video. So that's something you can also do if you don't really understand or don't think it looks cool, just wait. Cause I'm posting about two or three of them this very week. And if you're listening to this podcast a couple weeks after I uploaded it, you can find it. Just go to January 19, 2021 and you'll see a couple of videos. I'm going to be doing one with Jar Jar Binks. I'm going to be doing one with a moose and with an infinity scarf that I crocheted for my abuela. So those are going to be some inspiration videos that you guys can see and you can be like, oh, so that's what he was talking about on the podcast. And, you know, just look at them and see if you like it. Now, one question that I get so many times is, so one question that I get asked so many times, you have no idea is, how do I record myself crocheting? Well, I use a tripod 
And before you ask where I got it, I don't know because it was my mom's old tripod and she never really used it. So she said I could keep it. And of course, I'm super grateful for that because tripods are not cheap. So if you can't afford a tripod, I have some other solutions for you. One, see if a family member is willing to maybe hold the phone for you while you record a quick clip. Now, most of the time you're going to say, no, I'm busy, but you never know because it never hurts to ask. And just say, hey, can you record this clip for me really quickly? I just, I need your help. And maybe you can say, if you do this favor for me, I'll do you a favor later down the road. And if that doesn't work or if you don't have family members, another thing that I see so many people do is putting it against a stand. Now you can put it on like a stand, on your bookshelf, on the wall. You can even put it on the floor and just sit crisscross applesauce on the floor. And those videos look, they still look good because I've even done a couple like that and you can't even tell there's a difference. Now, one that I've seen people do, which cracks me up every single time, is they hold the phone in their mouth so they can show their hands crocheting. Now, these videos cracks you up to make, it cracks you up to watch them. So you can try it if you want, but if you want to stay sanitary, that may not be the best option for you. So those are three options. I'm pretty sure if you go on YouTube, there are so many more options. So definitely check that out. Now you're probably saying, okay, Kayla, all the information you're giving us is great, but I can't crochet 10,000 things every single day to have a post. And that's totally fine. Because one thing people love to see, especially non-crafters, is WIPs. Now you're probably saying, what is a WIP? Why did we just rearrange the alphabet? I think it was pretty fine the way we learned it in kindergarten. I'm not rearranging the alphabet. WIP stands for work in progress. And basically, let's say you're crocheting a cardigan. When you're halfway done with it or as you're crocheting it, it's called a WIP because it's a work in progress. Because you're working on it and you're still in the progress of it. You're not quite done with it, but you started on it. So as long as you got one stitch done, I would consider it a WIP. Now, one reason people love to see WIPs because they love to see the art of crocheting. Crocheting is still new and unheard of to so many people that they just want to see people do it. Especially young kids and young teenagers their age do it because how many teenagers do you know that crochet? How many kids do you know that crochet? And then on top of that, how many do you know that post themselves crocheting on social media? It's not a lot, okay? I struggle to find like maybe more than 200 teens and kids crocheting. Like if you could find 200, you're lucky because crocheting is usually known for only elderly people, but it's really not. Anyone can crochet. Anyone can cook. Hashtag read me the right to you, the right of all my dreams. Let's not get into that because now that's a whole other podcast episode. But um, anyone can really crochet and people love to see it. If your friend came to school one day and brought yarn and a hook and they're crocheting, wouldn't you like step over to look at them? Or let's say your friend's playing a video game. Wouldn't you like lean over and see what they're playing? I mean, they're sitting right next to you. Why not watch them? Or like, it's like watching sports. People will pay $100 just to watch a sports team play basketball or play soccer. Like people will watch you crochet and they enjoy it. 
Now, obviously, they're not going to sit there for five hours, but for a 15-second TikTok video, I would say that's a pretty good length for them to want to watch you. So, things that you can do for your TikTok is, I'm working on this WIP, guess what it is, and just show yourself crocheting it and have everyone in the comments guess what it is. Now, will someone get it correct? I don't know, but it's a really good way to engage your followers and see how far their creativity goes. Now, another thing that even I participated in was a TikTok crochet duet chain line. Now, these are so much fun. You guys have no idea. They're as fun to watch as they're as fun to make. So basically, one crafter will start saying, this is my, I'm making a WIP. This is what it is. And then they'll tag another crafter and they'll duet it, crocheting their WIP. Then they'll tag another crafter and they'll duet it, making their WIP, and so on and so on and so on. And so you have a chain of 25 crocheters all crocheting a WIP. And if you're a non-crafter, it looks like there's 25 people doing magic. It is so cool. I've done one of these before and it's just so fun to participate in and so fun for your followers to watch because your followers want to see new things. They want to have fun with you. So definitely try that WIP duet chain line. And if you want to do some, definitely tag me in it because I will participate in it. I love them. Please tag me in it because I will be duetting you with my WIP. So I realized we spent a lot of time talking about TikTok, but what about Instagram? So I realized we talk about so I realized we spent a lot of time talking about TikTok, but we still got three other social media apps. So next we got YouTube. Now when it comes to YouTube, there are a lot of crocheters on there. Now, a way to engage your followers is really by doing tutorials and by doing fun crocheting videos. So YouTube is very well known for videos that are usually around 20 minutes. So if you want to do a crocheting tutorial, you can do a couple parts and that's like three crocheting videos all around 20 minutes. Or you can do a yarn haul and that can be around 20 minutes. Or you can do a dyeing yarn with my family or teaching my sister how to crochet video or something like that. And they're really fun. I've even done a couple of these and they're on my YouTube channel. So if you want some inspiration, you can probably check those out. Right now, I don't post on YouTube because I want to try podcasting and I think podcasting works a lot better for me because there's not as much editing as there is on YouTube. But if you want to pursue a career on YouTube, definitely try tutorials and fun videos that your followers can really engage in. Now for Pinterest, I want to say that I don't really use Pinterest that much, but I do have some ways that you can engage your followers. So tip one is uploading all of your TikToks onto Pinterest. So when I was little and I was growing up, well, not little, but like the age of 10. I only used Pinterest for like art stuff and like cooking recipes because when I was young, I used to be really into cooking. Now I'm only into eating the food, but um, we don't talk about that. So people go on Pinterest just to look at memes, just to watch animal videos. So best believe people go on to Pinterest just to watch crocheting videos. Now you would say, well, why, why don't they go on TikTok? I don't know, but... Be grateful because you just got a whole new set of followers. So definitely upload all of your TikToks onto Pinterest. This will get you so many more monthly viewers and so many more followers. Now, let's say you want to do something original just for Pinterest. Well, patterns. Pinterest is so well known for crocheting patterns. 
So if you make crocheting patterns for your plushies or amigurumis or whatever you're really selling or whatever you're making, put it on Pinterest. People will make it and then they'll tag you in it and you got even more free advertising. And just imagine how cool it is for someone to make something from your pattern. I've had someone make something from my YouTube tutorial once and I was literally bawling in tears because it's just so cool to see people crochet things that you've given them instructions for. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm a little emotional, but that's okay. Now for Instagram, I wanna say Instagram is the easiest besides TikTok to grow on as a crocheter. And there's two reasons why. So one of them is your grid. So when people first look at an Instagram account, they are trained to look at the grid. So what that means is, especially as a crocheter, someone's gonna tap on your account and they're gonna scroll down. They're gonna say, okay, this is their grid. I can already tell what they crochet usually, whether it's amigurumi, whether it's clothes. I can see their color, colorways and color themes. I can see that it's like charcoal colors. I can see that it's very bright and neon. I can see that it's dark and sad, and you know? And some people will follow you just because of your grid, because it looks so well and so thought out that they're gonna follow you just because of your grid. Now, if you crochet all sorts of things that you can't put into a grid, no worries, because the next thing that Instagram just released as a new feature that helps you grow so well is Instagram Reels. If you do not participate in Instagram Reels, you are going to regret it. I had one of my Instagram Reels go a little viral and get me 2,000 followers in less than five days. And because it's a new feature that Instagram just released, they are pushing it out more than ever. So you have to upload your TikToks on Instagram Reels. You have to start making videos just for Instagram Reels because you don't want to have that watermark on it. You got to start thinking of new content and just keep uploading on Instagram Reels because Instagram Reels is just like the TikTok for you page. It will make you go viral and get you so many more followers. Now, while we're still on the topic of Instagram, one thing that people don't think that they have to do is put in the work. And this kind of goes into any social media platform. If you're wanting to grow, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the time. It's not a race. It's a marathon, okay? It's gonna take a long time to grow. It's not gonna work instantly. For me, I had a video go viral at first, so I got a lot of followers, but now my videos aren't doing too well, so I'm barely getting any followers currently. So I'm working very hard and just stay consistent. The one thing that people can never stick with is consistency. If you have consistency and keep the hard work in, it eventually will pay off. So as I said earlier, this podcast took a lot longer than I thought it would be, and we're actually out of time. So for our next podcast episode next week, we're talking about how to grow on social media as a crocheter, as a crafter, how to go viral, and how to get your name out there. Today, we talked about how we got into the back of the line at Michael's. Very embarrassing. I know. We talked about the crocheting community and how you should really be a part of it because it's amazing. We talked about some fun accounts that you should follow. If you didn't catch the usernames, you can go ahead and scroll back and listen to them because they crochet amazing things. And we also talked about how to be a crocheter on social media, how to start your dreams, how to share your talent with the world, and how to get your name out there. Before I close this podcast, I do want to ask you guys if you could please consider downloading this podcast if you'd enjoyed it. If even one thing helped you, please consider downloading 
It helps me so, so much. And I cannot thank you enough for supporting me. While you're at it, if you could also please consider rating it and even subscribing to my podcast so you don't miss another episode and so we can share it with even more people. I will see you guys next Tuesday. I'm Keila Party, the host of Crocheting Worlds, and don't forget to crochet. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.